Welcome to the Five Star Life Show, your home for content related to education, parenting, and changing wrong mindsets so you can live a five-star life. I'm your host, Coach Seth. Let's do this. Welcome back to the Five Star Life Show. I'm your host, Coach Seth, and I'm joined in studio with my amazing co-host, Coach Mia. Thank you, Seth. And uh, we've got some things happening. We've got a lot going on. It's it's uh, fall season here, and we've got a lot of great things going on. Uh, if you listened last week, um, Bray Beatles, our director of Five Star Basketball Operations, was on, gave us some updates, and um, really encourage you to check out some of the things that are going on. Uh, he he prefaced uh, kind of what we're doing this fall by talking about the fall league we have going for uh, elementary age kids and uh, lower middle school kids. And then we have a three-on-three league, which is incredible. So, you know, again, if you're a parent that you're looking at sports and when do I get my kids involved and I think maybe they're interested, this the Youth Development League and the three-on-three are awesome opportunities, kind of first steps and the three-on-three is is growing really fast. Why? Because if you've ever been a part of some of the rec leagues, like where it's five-on-five with elementary kids, it's like you feel like you're just kind of wasting your time. Oh, my gosh. <laughs> you have a granddaughter. Oh, my gosh, yes. I was part of that last fall. Yes. Did she learn a lot? No. Yeah. So, so the, these, again, it, sometimes it's... Uh, the cities offer rec leagues or different mm-hmm. programs. And it's what they're doing is really good. It's just not really organized. And there's no structure behind actually teaching and having any outcomes. Mm-hmm. So you, you, you go to the gym, you show up, and they don't really improve. No. <laughs> and, and what often happens is kids end up thinking, I don't like this. Mm-hmm. So what this is, is Bray creates this environment where they will do drills, they will train. So it's like you have a professional trainer leading your kids, giving them the fundamentals. So then when they play, there's actually a structure to it. Instead of like one kid that maybe knows how to play and him hogging the ball because right. he didn't want to pass anybody else because mm-hmm. they can't even catch. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'm sure Marin wasn't that. Oh no, so. it was not my, my daughter, granddaughter. <laughs> so anyways, th- this is uh, a great opportunity for your kids, your grandkids, your nephews and nieces to get involved. Go to fivestarlife.org. Um, there's a basketball page. Click on that and that will take you... Um, to that registration page. It's not like as of this recording, it's not live. It will be up there very soon. Good. Um, we, we also um, have uh, talk a little bit. You mentioned this last week briefly, but we're doing something really special for uh, families who have kids who have either battled cancer or are in the middle of that battle still. Yeah, it's actually the families that have been touched by cancer. Um, so we've been created a leadership day for them. It's October 1st, and we are opening it up to um, other families too. We have limited spots, but uh, just you can go to info at fivestarlife.org and um, you can just shoot me an email and then I'll get you the information. But yeah, it's going to be amazing. Um, We partnered with, um, it's Camp What You Want to Do, and um, they had 
sent this out to their families. Um, they do can't they do some incredible things, and it's been on our heart. We've had a generous donor that has made this possible, so it's free. Mm. Uh, so please uh, take advantage of it. So uh, if you know of someone who a family with kids that have been uh, impacted by cancer, mm-hmm. uh, you, they, they can sign up. And then if there's just families that just want to come and participate, mm-hmm. we have some spots available too. We do. Okay. So, and they reach out to us at org. Yes. Go to info, mm-hmm. drop us an email, and just inquire about our uh, leadership day for families that have been touched by cancer or just families that want to participate. Uh, that date is October 1st. It's a Saturday. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's going to be a great day. Um, hope you uh, spread the word and uh, it's first come, first serve. Yeah. Awesome. Um, I have one more update. We've been uh, for years talking, Mia, about working with kids who are really struggling. Like they're they're either running away from home, they're not going to school, they're getting in trouble with the law. And we have finally formed a partnership with uh, Elkhart Detention. And so we have our five-slide video curriculum uh, that we've trained their staff to implement. And then St. Joe County, uh, JJC, is also implementing our curriculum with like kids who are on probation um, and then kids in detention, which is like incarceration. So mm-hmm. when you think about probation, that's kids that are still going to school, but maybe they have um, an ankle bracelet or they have to check in once a week or once a month or whatever. And then kids in detention, that's like incarceration, like they're in kid prison. So they have launched our, our curriculum, but we then started this program for Kids who have minor offenses, they're so minor, the system would be flooded if they actually took all of these to court. So they go to a probation officer and they have a choice. They can do community service, they can do some other things, uh, or they can do five-star. And so we have families that are joining five-star with their kids. So it's the parents and their kids. It's the first of its kind. And it's been, it's been, it's been like a pleasure to be in these families' lives. They're just incredible people that um, are just in a challenging spot. Um, Mia, parenting, we're both parents. Mm-hmm. Parenting is the the hardest thing I've ever done. It is so hard. And these parents, um, it, it's really cool. Last night we had a, had a, a session. It's, it's a six-week program where we meet you know, every Tuesday uh, at a location, actually, we're using the Croc Center right now. They've been a great host. Um, and, and then we go to Summit as well. So you're mixing kind of what we do at Summit with mm-hmm. our curriculum at Croc. It's really powerful. But I, multiple parents speak up last night and just out of the blue um, and say, this program is the bright spot in my life. This is a, a shot in the arm, a, a a breath of fresh air, and I'm so grateful for you. And she just looked at all the other, other parents in the room and said, "Thank you for like being here for me." Like I, I, I feel like I'm not alone. Like think about that when you're going through hell with your family mm-hmm. and with your kids, and you you're doing every you're trying everything, and it doesn't seem to be working. To have a place that you can meet with other people that are going through the same thing, and not knowing that you're not alone. And having a place to to talk and glean and share, and then we actually go through our curriculum, and it's really uh, it's just helping them go through the same stuff their kid the kids are going through. 
And now I don't, we've mentioned this before, but you take the parents and then Bree takes the kids. Yeah. So do they ever come together? So we, we do the lesson together. Okay. So we do like team building things together where oh. <laughs> they, it is so fun to watch kids and parents interact and problem solve and get frustrated, but they get, they're so engaged and it's fun to watch that interaction take place. And then we, we debrief that and then we do a lesson where it's like our video curriculum where it's like a six to eight minute lesson. And last night's lesson was all about, uh, well, so we started the series. We talked about uh, uh, Aristotle said that equals should be treated equally and unequals should be treated unequally. Now, so we're getting into like Greek philosophy with (laughs) these kids and these parents, right? And we're just going to unpack that. So that was like the quote we used to really process life. And I just said, so, so. What do you think about that quote? And immediately, I had, a, had a, 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 one of the adults were like, "No, that's not right. That's everybody should be treated equally," and um, and, and like nobody should be treated unequally. I said, "Okay, so um, that, that's that's interesting." And another parent spoke up and said, "Well, I I don't see it that way because I work in a nursing home, and there are there are people with you know uh, Alzheimer's, there are people with dementia, and like I can't." I can't treat them all exactly the same. And what we what we drew out in the lesson was we want to treat people with equal respect. Mm-hmm. Treat everybody with equal respect, but you reward everyone unequally. It's unequal because it's based on what? What they do. Mm-hmm. Based on who they are. Right? So in that what we do with our kids? Yeah. So, so it was. It, it's stuff like that that we dive into and discuss, and then that then kind of that needle, that needle kind of threads through parenting. It's good. It's stuff. incredible, and you know, I mean, as a parent, there weren't obviously these programs, you know, for us, and and I think it too as a parent, you don't. There's the kind of I don't know if it's pride, but you're almost afraid to admit that you know what I'm. I, I don't know everything. Yeah, and that's what every parent like. There's several parents when the first parent spoke up and said how grateful she was for the program. Three other moms on their heels just said, I'm not going to lie because our lesson last night was about judging mm-hmm. versus prejudging. It's so important. The culture is teaching us that we should never, don't judge. And we're like, that's so bad. If you don't make good judgments, if you don't understand how to think critically and analyze and observe and get all the information and make a judgment about somebody's character, about a car you're buying, about a piece of fruit that you pick up, you're going to get sick. You're going to get ripped off and you're going to find yourself with bad people. Mm-hmm. But it's prejudging, which is prejudice that we don't want. When you look at somebody, look them up and down one time and then form your conclusion about that. That's when we get in trouble. So there was a mom that just said, yeah, I, basically everybody said, I, I prejudged every one of you when I walked in. And I, it's so incredible because now by week three, I respect everybody so much. Mm. And this is like family. Like there's, I've never had a group like this that I could just talk and, and learn and glean and, and share our struggles, but then grow together and actually take some steps. Sure. Hey, you mentioned real quick about our app because this is so helpful for- Yeah, so we have a Five Life app and we've launched it for educators right now. Mm-hmm. So we have uh, thousands of kids that, that go through our curriculum uh, through the app in schools. But step two is going to be for parents so that actually parents can 
download. So if you're a parent or grandparent and you want access to our curriculum, you're like, man, that sounds really good, like good stuff I want to go through. You'll be able to here soon download on, on the Apple store, the, the Google Play store, and you can actually, you'll be set up to go through this with, you know, at your own leisure. Um, pr- pretty powerful stuff. We're pumped about it. Yeah. Stay tuned. All right, we are out of time. Thank you so much for tuning in. Go to fivestarlife.org to learn more. Did you know that you can bring the values, lessons, and mindsets Coach Seth discusses on the Five Star Life podcast to your local community? Schools are searching for programs and content that work. Just a simple introduction to your teacher or principal could be a game changer in your community. Inquire at fivestarlife.org and someone from our team will be in touch. Welcome back to the Five Star Life Show. I'm your host, Coach Seth, and I'm joined in studio with Coach Mia. Welcome back. Thank you, Seth. What are we going to learn today? So we're going to actually talk about and break down a lesson we just filmed in studio uh, for our Five Star Life video curriculum. Um, We've been in this series talking about how to rule your life. And rule just means to have dominion, to have control over uh, an area or a people. And so we've been talking about ruling, um, and it really begins with 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 your beliefs, um, because what you uh, what you believe will actually impact your emotions, impact your actions. Like most of us don't understand that, like our subconscious part of our brain actually runs our life, and that's where our beliefs are rooted. Like sometimes we forget what our beliefs are and what's really driving us, mm-hmm. and so. The belief we want to unpack today is we want to ask the question, like, what do you believe about the world? Because what you believe about the world will impact how you feel about the world, how you'll interact with the world, and how you live your life. And so there are three categories, three general categories that we all fit into for the most part that I want you to think about these and which one you most closely identify with as I talk about those. Um, so the first belief about the world is that the uh, world is a safe place and success is easily attained. The second belief about the world is that the world is a dangerous place and the system is rigged against you. The third belief about the world is that the world is like a garden where you harvest what you plant. So those those are the three kind of core beliefs that, that when we look at the world, look at the system of the world, we all kind of fall into one of those categories, whether we realize it or not. I'm just curious, anything off the top of your head, what, what, would, what would you say you identify with? Well, you know, I think I grew up one with one view and then I obviously have a different view now, but I totally grew up that it was a dangerous place and everything was rigged against you. And now I understand that, you know, it's like a garden and you yeah. harvest. Yeah. Why Why did you have that mindset, that belief that the world's dangerous and it's rigged, rigged uh, against you? You know, I, I don't know if it's, you know, like grandparents to parents to, you know, they, my grandparents were immigrants on both sides they worked really hard, and then I think that first generation kind of saw what they went through, and and it was dangerous to them, you know, and they felt like they were discriminated against. So I think mm-hmm. some of that was just kind of ingrained in them, and then yeah. you know, passed on to us. Yep, yeah, it's it's so interesting. So a part of this series, when we break this down for kids, we're 
we're trying to teach kids how to think critically, how to use logic and reasoning to form their beliefs. Because, I mean, the scary thing about beliefs is you can have beliefs that are based on bad opinions, based on feelings and emotions, but like you can have beliefs that have not been vetted. There's been no logic or reasoning and you live your entire life believing a certain way when it's an error. Mm -hmm. Like, like that, that's the scary thing about like this thing called life that we live. And so we've been introducing to kids the Socratic method. So Greek philosophy, he's kind of the father of, of logic and reasoning. And Ultimately, what the Socratic method does is it, you, know, you start by stating your idea or your opinion or whatever you believe, you state that. In this case, it's the belief that the world is, with the first example, the world is a, a safe place and success is just easily attained. So that, that's the opinion. But the second step that Socrates would say is now you need to analyze that and break that down. And you need to just ask yourself, are there any... Like if that's true, it's true. It's going to be, we're going to find that it's true. So are there any exceptions? Are there plenty of exceptions to the world being a safe place where success is easy? And if you start to think critically, it's like, okay, are there exceptions that, yeah, there's a lot of exceptions to the world being a safe place. And you think about all the countries that right now are in war. Mm-hmm. You look at what's happening in Ukraine, you know, with Russia. I mean, you, you have war. It's not a safe place for them. But then you can break this down to forget war-torn countries. Think about here in the U.S. I mean, look at look at neighborhoods that are unsafe, gang violence. Uh, look at just individual homes. They might look like they're safe on the outside. It can be in a gated community, but you have violence and all kinds of craziness going on. So it's not safe for those people. And you could play this out with all kinds of things. Think about diseases. Think about sicknesses. Uh, think about the internet. Is that safe? <laughs> right? Right, yeah. So we have all kinds of examples where, okay, uh, saying that the world is safe, not true. It's based on, on a false idea. But what about the second half of of that sentence, that success is easily attained? Um, did you grow up thinking success was easy? No. No. So it was always hard. Yeah, it was work. It, it was work. And, and so so there's exceptions to success being easy, right? Mm-hmm. Um, I wanted to be a professional basketball player. Did that come easy? No, actually I didn't make it. <laughs> Not for lack of effort. Uh, just lack of height, talent, and athleticism. Besides that, I was there. You're so close. So close. Um, so you think about being a pro athlete, like just about every little boy wants to be a pro athlete. How many make it? way less than it's a fraction of 1%. Mm. So is success easy? No. What about being an astronaut? Is that easy? No. Mm. Very few become astronauts. Lots dream, dream of being an astronaut and very few get there. So this idea that, again, this is all stuff we're teaching kids, how to break down what their beliefs are and poke holes in it to get to truth. So this idea that success is easily attained, it's been debunked. It's not true. So we can say, yep, wrong. So... Mia, why do so many people live their lives as though, isn't life just wonderful? It's a safe place. And oh, what a wonderful world we live in for our kids to grow up. What a great time for our kids to be alive. And and again, I'm not going to be this naysayer that that's not okay to say. Mm-hmm. 
but, but we talk to our kids like, hey, what do you want to be, Johnny? What do you want to be? Oh, that's wonderful. Yeah, you can do that, Johnny. And then Johnny never becomes that. Unless Johnny's very intentional, right? Mm-hmm. And so there's so many situations. I've talked to so many kids that have that belief. I talked to a kid named Tyler who in middle school, he told me his dream was to play professional football. So I was like, man, that's awesome. It, which anybody that has a dream, I'm going to encourage that and say, man, absolutely go for it. Sure. But then I follow up with, okay, so uh, Tyler, what, do you, like, what are you doing to pursue that dream? It's like, what do you mean? I said, well, like, did you play middle school football this year? It's like, no. I said, so, you going to play next year? I don't think so. I'm like, okay. <laughs> uh, so Tyler, um, do you like practice like maybe kicking or throwing or catching the three main ingredients and in playing? He's like, no, not really. I said, okay, so do you like work out, do push-ups? Like, do you work out? He's like, no. I said, I just, he said, I just, I play Madden video games. <laughs> and I just looked at him like, okay. So you have the belief that the world's safe and success is just easy. It's like breathing, like as long as I dream it, that it's going to happen. And you were living in a fairy tale. You're in a Disney film where it's make-believe and it's not based on truth. There's going to be a hard, rude awakening for that kid at some point, right? And Five Star gets to intervene and walk them through like, actually, Tyler, let's break this down. Mm-hmm. And it helps them think through it. So so this is this is what we're teaching kids how to break those things down. Very good. Um, do we want to go into the next one or what do you want to do? I, I will close. lead into the next one. Okay. So, so the next one is, let, let's break down this idea that the world is a dangerous place and the system is rigged against us so we can't succeed. We just really, the first part, we already proved that the world's not safe. So we can conclude that, yeah, the world is is dangerous. Mm-hmm. There's no question. There's danger. I mean, think about all the places you can find danger. It's not hard to find, right? right. Like you have to protect yourself. Mm-hmm. But the second half of that sentence, that the system and the world is rigged against us. We're going to pause here and we'll break that down Animal. We'll come come back and break that down. Uh, tell your friends about this podcast, about this show. Text them, share this with them, uh, sh- spread the word. This is good stuff to break down, good stuff to think about, because your beliefs will drive your experience on planet Earth. Five Star Life is a not-for-profit organization dedicated to changing the face of culture by changing kids' mindsets. Since 2005, we've impacted hundreds of thousands of lives thanks to the generous support of individuals, small businesses, corporations, and foundations. Are you interested in helping Five Star Life grow into all 50 states? With your donation or introduction, you can help bring Five Star Life to your community, school, and state. Go to fivestarlife.org and send us an email today. That's F-I-V-E-S-T-A-R-L-I-F-E. Welcome back to the Five Star Life Show. I'm your host, Coach Seth, and I'm joined in studio with the one and only Coach Mia, my co-host. Thank you, Seth. So we were having a great conversation of um, helping kids walk through the Socratic um, method. Method, yeah. Yeah. So we're talking about really the question we're asking is, what do you believe about the world? Because what you believe about the world and how it works will determine how you feel about the world. 
and then how you interact with life, how you do life. And so the first question, uh, the, the first belief is, you know, do you believe the world is a safe place and success is easy? Um, we walk through that whole thing. The issue with that, if you believe that's true, you will end up feeling like no pressure. You'll feel no pressure to protect yourself. You'll feel no pressure to work towards anything. Like Tyler, he felt zero pressure. I told a story about Tyler who felt no pressure. He just thought, I can play Madden video games and I'm going to be a huge success. Mm -hmm. He didn't get it. His belief drove him to, instead of feeling pressure to work on himself, he felt no pressure, so he just lived for the moment. And if you have that belief that success is easy, you'll live for the moment until you'll have less moments and less options in life. And that's where so many people find themselves. Mm -hmm. Because they haven't taken advantage of the moments they've had, now they're probably getting to step number two, where all of a sudden the world seems like it's a dangerous place. I thought it was a fairy tale. My teachers, my parents told me it was wonderful and I could be whatever I want to be, but now I have no options. And now it's rigged against me. Now I can't do anything. And so let, let's break down using the Socratic method. Uh, step one, remember what step one is, Mia? Socratic method. This is, I'm putting you on the spot. Oh my gosh, Seth. So it, it just reflects my <laughs> teaching. Apparently I'm not very good. What's the first step? The first step is I would state my belief. Okay, and the belief is what? That the, we're going to the second one, yep. that the world is a dangerous place mm -hmm. and that everything is rigged against me. Okay, we've already ruled that the world's not a safe place. Correct. So the second part is? Everything's rigged against me. Okay, so what's step two of the Socratic method then from there? Is to ask the questions, like in examples, like what's rigged against me? Are there any exceptions mm -hmm. to this opinion or belief? So are there any exceptions to the idea that the system is rigged against me? Can you think of any exceptions to what parts of your life would you say, have you experienced that, you know, the world hasn't been rigged against you, the system hasn't been rigged against you? You think of anything? Oh, yeah. I mean, there's a lot that the, it hasn't been rigged against me. Give me something off the top of your head. The, off the top of my head is being a woman. You would, you know, some of the things that I've done, you would say, oh my gosh, you shouldn't have done those because you're a woman. I mean, mm -hmm. I work for a company that is mostly led by women in, mm -hmm. at the executive level. So yep. that's incredible. Mm -hmm. So that's not rigged against me. I pushed Th There's no glass ceiling. Right. Yeah. So, um, yeah. So there's an exception to this rule that it's rigged against you. Mm-hmm. You're a co-founder, you're a board member, and you oversee operations for the organization. Mm -hmm. So, like, Five Star Life's not rigged against you? No. Okay. Uh, other examples? Oh, my. Putting you on the spot. Here. I know. I didn't realize that was my lesson. This is a test, yeah. It's a test. <laughs> oh, goodness. Other uh, areas that aren't, aren't rigged against me? I would tell kids, like, kids would say, like, so, so many kids think school's rigged against them. Mm. Like, okay, so you, when, when's the last time you took a quiz? Okay. Oh, well, last week. Yeah. Okay, so you took that quiz. Was the quiz rigged against you? Yeah, the teacher knew all the answers. I didn't. Okay, so, so that's, that's called uh, just learning. And sure. so you study the content. Unless you have a wacko teacher mm -hmm. um, that, that actually puts content in there that's not even in your book, <laughs> right? then actually it's not rigged against you. Whatever you 
put into preparing for the quiz. And if you're prepared and if you answer the questions correctly, guess what will happen? You'll get some correct answers right. Mm -hmm. But whatever you don't know, you'll be rewarded for correct and incorrect answers. You'll be rewarded based on what? How you perform. Correct. So school isn't, that quiz is not rigged against mm -hmm. them. So you could even say like, probably carry that out to school. So if quizzes aren't, tests aren't, you could probably say school is not rigged against, even though there's a lot that would say school is rigged against kids. Mm -hmm. Ooh, that's I, We just hit a, 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 a bee's nest right there, didn't we? So there's all these beliefs. Um, uh, and I would say like as, as an African-American person, you, you look at like civil rights and there's a lot of people that would say, man, like as a black person, um, the system is rigged. I have black friends. I have people that would say the system's rigged against me. And I would say it's so interesting because my experience has been very different. I work for a nonprofit. I run a nonprofit that, I'm the president of a nonprofit that's uh, funded by a lot of wealthy uh, Caucasian business leaders. So I would say that part of racism that people talk about today, back in the civil rights movement, we could see that blacks were treated like second class citizens. Couldn't vote, rode in the back of the bus, didn't get equal opportunities for jobs. The list goes on and on. Mm -hmm. It was legit. So there's a lot of black people today that are really irritated by this notion that it's just like the civil rights movement. That's exactly where we are today. It's like, well, then how did I get to where I am? Mm -hmm. <laughs> right? So, so, so there, and, and am I saying there's not racism today? No, there's still racism. But is the whole system rigged against me? That's not been my experience. So, so there's all these situations. My wife, actually, she experienced some of that system being rigged against her. So, so she, at 17, lost her father tragically to cancer. She then went to enroll in college, and she was accepted, but she, she was rejected by financial aid. So she didn't come from means. So she met the, uh, the financial criteria, mm -hmm. but they rejected, they denied her financial aid. So she talked to person after person. They couldn't give her a real answer. So she finally went to the office and people gave her the, the runaround. Finally, one, the manager came over and called her over and said, honey, let me tell you what's going on. If you were a different skin color and if you were pregnant or if you were this or that, then you'd get financial aid. And my wife left in tears. But, but, but here's what happens. So, so uh, let me pause right there. So, so we just kind of stated that the whole world is not rigged against us. Are there certain things rigged against us? I just used an illustration of my wife. Mm -hmm. It was rigged against her in that situation. But is the whole world rigged against us? No. But what we believe about the world will definitely inform how we approach it. So we can approach when things are rigged against us, or if we just even just believe they're rigged against us, what will we do? We'll quit. We'll give up. We won't even try because why try? It's rigged. Mm -hmm. But even when you encounter situations where maybe they are unfair, my wife had a decision to make. Am I going to pout? Am I going to cry? Am I going to pity party? Or am I going to find another way? And she found another way. She went and got herself a job, 
a couple jobs and she went to another community college where it was really cheap where she could afford classes and she just paid her way class by class through college see 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 there's there's a way to do this and if you believe everything is out to get you you'll give up you'll be hopeless but if you believe there's always a way you will always find a way. Mm-hmm. That's why we find all these inspiring stories of people everywhere that were the, they were the one that broke through. They were the ones that were the exceptions even when something was unfair. Mm-hmm. So we're talking about two things. The belief that things are unfair and rigged against you, that's one thing. Because we can believe that about things that is not founded on truth. You can poke holes at time, true. But then what do you do when it's actually true? Mm-hmm. You can, there's still ways around it. And, and this is what we're teaching kids. How to start to dig deeper and think critically so that you are the commander of your ship. It, like we've been given such incredibly powerful minds and capacities. As a parent though, like in my situation, you you grew up with one mindset and obviously, you know, then you have children and, you don't want to pass that on. Like, what are some ways that, I mean, you can kind of help your child to not have those same, uh, like, you know what I mean? Like, always go back to that same thought. Like, oh my God, it is rigged against me. So the first thing I'd say is, is mar- like, pay attention to Five Star. Listen to these podcasts. The, the app is coming. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this app is going to be a game changer. Um, be, because every single lesson walks them through a mindset. And it's challenging them and helping them. But a simple thing to start with is just do what we're doing right here. Just ask questions. Mm-hmm. Your kids may not like it, but ask questions because you're going to teach them how to poke holes in their own beliefs and theories and get to truth, which is ultimately sometimes irritating to go through the process. But where you end up in life is totally different than where you would if you just believe false things. Mm-hmm. All right, we're out of time. Go to fivestarlife.org to bring Five Star Life to your school, to your home, to your community. Five Star Life offers year-round programs for kids at our 350-acre training facility that we call Summit. These programs focus on three core components. First, each program includes lessons from our curriculum that targets kids' mindset. Secondly, each program teaches a skill like equine, archery, blacksmithing, basketball, fishing, boating, and many more. Thirdly, our programs connect kids to mentors we call coaches who are trained to help kids live a five-star life. Go to fivestarlife.org to learn more or sign up your kids. Welcome back to The Five Star Life Show. I'm your host, Coach Seth, and I'm joined in studio with the one and only Coach Mia. Thank you, Seth. So you have challenged me, as usual, uh, with walking through these uh, beliefs, but we've got one more that we need to go through. Yes. So the the third belief about the world, uh, how we view the world, how we operate in the world, is that the world is like a giant garden Mm -hmm. where we harvest whatever we plant. And so this is a belief, again, we want to follow the Socratic method, Mm -hmm. which is, again, we're teaching this because we hear from uh, business leaders, we hear from the workforce, we have all these holes, all these rules we're trying to fill, and we can't find people that know how to think. Like, we, we just can't find people that know how to think critically and, like, solve problems. And so what Five Star Life is doing is we're putting this into our curriculum 
teaching kids how to start using their minds. They're so brilliant. This is what education is supposed to be about. But education, because of standardized tests, the way they've changed those over the last 15 years, uh, education has unfortunately, the power has been taken and robbed from our incredible teachers. And now teachers are just pressured to teach based on tests instead of actually, which then is like content download, Mm -hmm. content dump, instead of actually working with kids and educating them, which is what teachers want to do. And so this is helpful to add this to our curriculum to teach them the Socratic method of, okay, state your opinion, state your belief. You know, the world is like a giant garden where whatever you harvest um, is because you planted it. So, So the second... The second step is just simply, okay, are there any exceptions to the rule? Can you find any exceptions to to the idea that the world is like a garden? I mean, where do you go on the planet that it's not, I mean, the world is, it truly is a gigantic garden. Mm -hmm. There's dirt, there's water, there's soil, there's all kinds of different uh, vegetation and different climates and different areas, things that can thrive in certain areas. It it truly is a garden, the world Mm -hmm. is. Um, but is, is the second half true where you, where you plant things, you harvest those things. Is that true? Like when you put effort into, uh, washing your car, does it end up clean? If you, if you work a full day's work and do that for five days and for two weeks, do you get you get reward with pay. Mm-hmm. Is that the, is that how the world works? Yes, yeah. that's true. Yeah. Are, are there some exceptions maybe to you don't always uh, harvest what you plant? There are some exceptions. Like there's farmers. I grew up in a farming community. And they order more seed than they know is going to grow. Because some seed, what? It falls in an area where there's rocks. Mm-hmm. Or maybe some of it doesn't get watered right. Or maybe some of it gets scorched by the sun. But about 90% of it, 95% of it, actually becomes plants. And it grows up and it beca- they harvest what they plant. So we can see just from nature, what you plant and water and take care of, you'll harvest. Right. So there's truth to that. Mm-hmm. And if, if you start to latch onto this idea that, hold on, so the world is like a garden. There are cold, dark, desolate, dangerous places on the planet, and there are safe, warm, beautiful, uh, tropical places on the planet. And if you plant the right seeds at the right time of season, in the right type of soil, with the right moisture, and with the right amount of sunlight, you're going to reap a harvest. Mm -hmm. The only exceptions to you not reaping what you plant not harvesting with the only exceptions have to do with are you and think about this the only exceptions are if you're planting seed in the wrong place at the right time or it's not getting the right amount of moisture or sunlight mm-hmm. is that true yeah research science it proves that out to be mm-hmm. true so we can conclude that like life starts to get really excited when you realize like okay there, there's it, there's interesting threads from the three beliefs that the world's a safe place. So there's are, there are parts of the world that are safe. But you can't say the whole world's safe. And the second part, the world is a dangerous place. That's definitely true. But the whole world isn't dangerous. Um, 
And there are places where this, the world is rigged against us, but the whole world isn't rigged against us. And there are places where success is easily attained, maybe when you're starting, right? I mean, there's some things that I got some easy success when I first start doing something. But is success easily attained? No, not as a rule. So this idea that the world's a garden and whatever we plant and nurture and water and take care of will harvest, that is so true. So now what happens is we feel differently about the world because now th this idea that what we do today matters. Like everything I do, everything I say, everything I think, all my actions are planting seeds. Whatever I do with my time, it's planting seeds. How I treat you today is planting seeds. I'm going to harvest those seeds. And so all of a sudden, our belief about the world, it shifts. Instead of being focused outward, it focuses inward to what am I planting? Or what do I want to harvest? Two exciting questions. Mm -hmm. What do I want to harvest? Because whatever I want to harvest in terms of friendships, in terms of financially, in terms of, uh, you know, health, whatever I want to harvest, all I have to do is reverse engineer it and start planting. Right. Isn't that exciting? It is exciting. And, and this is where so many people get so tired and weary because it's success is hard. But if you go back to, listen, if you will stay with it and keep planting the right seeds at the right time in the right place, and you might have to pull some weeds, and you might have to water it, and you might have to make sure you trim some shrubs because the light might be blocking it. Like, it's work. But you can harvest any area you want to see harvesting. And I, I love that analogy for kids. I mean, because that I mean, because they it, you can start little to, I mean, you know, even adults, I mean, to truly understand that and then to implement that in your life is incredible. And here's what, here's what kids say. I tried that, didn't work. <laughs> oh, okay, so let's break that down. You tried to plant your favorite fruit as strawberries. You tried to plant a strawberry plant and you planted a seed. And because in 24 hours you didn't have any strawberries, it didn't work. Isn't that what we say when we say, I tried that, it didn't work. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So and so, I heard on a podcast they said to try this, but it didn't work for me. I worked out once. <laughs> I worked out once. I, I, you know, I, 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 I cut sugar for a day. Mm -hmm. I, you name it. We try these things. We don't realize, like, no. If you want to see a harvest, there's a process. So there's there's seed, there's time, and there's harvest. There's a there's an amount of time that goes where the dirt, the soil, the sunlight's doing its work. And you might have to keep planting that seed over and over. Mm -hmm. But you'll see, if you stay with it, you'll see a harvest. Most people just give up too quick. Simple stuff, but powerful stuff. I just want to encourage you, if you're listening, uh, if this is stuff that you're like, man, I wish my school would teach my kids this. Just inquire to see if they're implementing Five Star Life video curriculum in class. If they aren't, Make an introduction for us. Just introduce us. We'll take it from there. We have all kinds of research, all kinds of data. Um, what we do works. It's powerful. Also, stay tuned. You can do this with your kids, with your grandkids. Um, you can do this at home. Um, stay tuned for that. We're really excited about it. Thank you so much for tuning in to Five Star Life Show. Uh, tune in next week. 5starlife.org is the place for all that information. 
At Five Star Life, we are changing the face of culture through education and sports by changing the most important piece of a human being's life, their mindset. If you are interested in being a part of our journey, please visit fivestarlife.org for more information on volunteer and donation opportunities.